Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Ernest and a big surprise from Jason Aldean. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of February 13th, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country music this week. The hottest. hottest. Has to kick things off with the Super Bowl. Very exciting. I'm not sure who you all were rooting for, but I was rooting for the Chiefs, and I was so excited they won, and what a nail-biter of a game that was, which is how the Super Bowl should be. But other than the commercials, the highlight of the game, of course, was Chris Stapleton singing the most stunning version of the national anthem, Not a Dry Eye in the House. And if you haven't watched that yet, uh, what have you been doing? And make sure you check that out because it's definitely your must watch for the week. Jason Aldean announced he's hitting the road in 2023 on the Highway Desperado Tour. It features openers Mitchell Tenpenny, Corey Kent, and DJ Silver. I was lucky enough, uh, I think it was almost two years back now, to interview Mitchell Tenpenny. And it is no surprise to me that big hitters like Jason Aldean want to take him out on the road. He is spectacular, as well as Corey Kent and DJ Silver. So if you are a big Jason Aldean fan, make sure you start mapping out your attack on these tickets because I know they are going to be... Major congratulations are in order for Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin. They just celebrated their first number one together, but they did it Super Bowl style. They got the chance to perform actually at the Super Bowl for the Bud Light Super Bowl Music Fest at the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. It was a three-day festival that helped kick off the football celebration. And from all of the footage I've seen from it, it seems like they have absolutely slayed that and here is to hoping to more performances from them Um, maybe even some award shows coming up we'll have to wait and see but you know we'll report about it all here first our favorite girl dad thomas rett shared the sweetest song for his daughter's birthday it will literally bring tears to your eyes you can check that out now up on his socials You're going to need more Kleenex for this next item we have to talk about. Tyler Hubbard shared a powerful connection with NYC Firefighter in a heartwarming video that he shared on his socials. Tyler and his family visited a New York City firehouse, and there he bonded with a fireman named James, who also lost his father at a young age. That connected them, and they became friends. And then... James got to join him at his New York City show while he was promoting his debut solo album. And it is honestly just the sweetest video, so kind. Make sure you check it out. It's another must-watch for the week. Zach Bryan's Twitter account has mysteriously disappeared. 
he didn't give any notice of going on any type of social media break. So fans were distressed, even thinking that maybe they had been blocked. But his account has just mysteriously vanished. And some fans seem to think that it could be for a new music rollout like Taylor Swift has done in the past. So fingers crossed that's it. But once I have more news on this, you know I'll share more. Hardy's mom shared that Morgan Wallen brought Hardy back from the hospital after his 2022 bus crash. And this is so interesting to me. I hadn't heard about this, but there is a podcast uh, put on by Connor Smith's mother called Got It From My Mama. And Hardy's mother, Sarah, recently joined her and sat down to talk about the accident that happened and how Morgan actually brought Hardy home from the hospital, which I hadn't heard yet. And they go into length about what happened in the story and it's just so crazy how life can turn in a second like that. Very powerful story. Make sure you check it out. The link is up on allcountrynews.com. Matt Ramsey of Old Dominion sat down with our very own Backstage Bobby to answer fans' questions for a one-on-one -on -one interview. This is another must-watch for the week and definitely a can't-miss. Check that out now up on allcountrynews.com. And now for the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. The hottest. Ernest perfectly captured love, heartbreak, friendships, and small town life in his new deluxe album titled Flower Shops, Two Dozen Roses. And this album is so great, has features from Morgan Wallen, and a personal favorite of mine to listen to would be Tennessee. Chase Rice released a new album and kicked off a new era with I Hate Cowboys and All Dogs Go to Hell. This is probably one of the most unique titled albums I've personally ever heard. And it's so great. There's 13 tracks. And I've talked about quite a few of these because he released a few songs early. But I really love Key West and Colorado. Also love Sorry Mama. And honestly, every track is perfection, so make sure you check it out. It is definitely a must-listen for the week. Luke Combs is venturing into the love ballad world with a new song titled Love You Anyway. And the song is fantastic, of course. Everything he touches turns to gold, and it's such a great romantic song. Being released right around Valentine's Day, absolute perfection and it leaves me wondering did luke combs just make the most popular wedding song of 2023 time will tell so stay tuned because maybe this will end up being number one on the charts women get a lot of number ones with ballads on country radio let's see if he can now court carpenter shines in debut album all in and this is another great up-and-coming artist you're going to want to check out. The whole album is great, but I really recommend checking out Dangerous. This next song I'm super excited to talk about because this is another incredible up-and-coming artist who is taking the country music world by storm. If you haven't heard of her, you've been living under a rock, but Megan Maroney released a new song called I'm Not Pretty, and it is an anthem for girls. 
it's so good. And the visuals for it are also really incredible. You are not going to want to miss out on this one. It's another must listen for the week. And this artist is someone that you're going to want to add to all your playlists and make sure you follow her on socials as well. She is going to be so big. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets Carrie Underwood level. That's how much I love her. So again, make sure you check her out. Priscilla Block released the deluxe version of her album, Welcome to the Block Party. And I honestly didn't think it could get any better. But this girl, oh my God, she's so good. Every time I listen to one of her new songs, I know already from the beginning I'm going to love it. She has such an insane voice and is such a great writer. Again, another must listen for the week. Pamela Hopkins released her new track, I Love You Most. And it is giving me a major 90s, like early 2000s country vibes. I'm talking Faith Hill, Shania Twain, and I am here for it. That's the kind of country music I grew up on and still adore to this day. And she is bringing it back. And I am, again, so here for it. Another one to add to your weekly playlist. Clayton Mullen released a new track, Whiskey On It including a video up on Vivo, and it is pure fire. I could totally see this going to number one at country radio. The vocals on it are spectacular, and it's an absolute hit. Walker County released their debut EP, No Smoke and Mirrors, and it is absolute perfection. I've been a fan of these girls for a few years now, and... I've been so excited for them to release new music, and this EP does not disappoint. There are five tracks. All of them are absolutely insane. So I'm telling you, listen to them all. But a personal fave of mine is Stone, and I also love Between Boyfriends. Make sure you check that out. It's another must-listen for the week. You can listen to all that new music and more out this month on All Country News Spotify playlist. Also, make sure you sign up for our weekly newsletter so you can get all of this news first and check out all the upcoming album releases. We have a very special guest on the podcast this week. Our very own Backstage Bobby sat down with Andrew Janakis to talk about new music and what's going on in his life. You can hear that all here now. Can you hear me? Hi, I can. How are you? I'm doing good. I don't know why there's two of me. And <laughs> I mean, there, there, there could out. be none of you. Let me see. I don't know why there's two of me. Why is there two of me here? Let's see if there's actually two of me. Okay, well, that works. Okay, that would be really funny if two of you actually popped up. <laughs> yeah, like the same thing. Well, I, I only said, because it was like the host will let you in soon. And I was like, well, and then it just disappeared. And I was like, hang on, where the heck did it just go? So I like redid it. And maybe that's what happened was. Oh I was my God. I am so sorry. But my name is Bobby. I'm the digital digital director over at All Country News. I apologize. Oh, I've been trying to, we're redoing <laughs> my, my house. You can always weigh in on what wall color you would like. You think hey, that goes with Alan. Low enough right here. You can see where my dogs have literally chewed the bottom of my baseboards. Even that one over there in that corner. Where's it at? That one? 
and that yep, one. I can see it. I mean, just just at my puppy just and he's oh right. I love it. Oh, that's a, mine's all middle. locked up in my bedroom too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, you want to see something really good here? Hang I do. On. I do. Is this recording? It is. Yes. This will be good for a video. So good. this this is what came last night. Check this out. Oh, is that a goat? It's my baby goat. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, all my awesome. interviews, everybody has been weighing in on what color the wall of fame should be. <laughs> I like the colors that like the green schemes that you went with. Yeah. Green, my favorite color. Look at, look at this cool thing that's going to go up behind me. Look how cool this is. Oh, that is cool. cool? We love cows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, my name is Bobby. I am the digital director over at All Country News. We are so excited to have you. I've Thank been trying you. to get you on since you were here in Chicago with Carly Pierce. So I am so Thank excited. You. I'm telling you, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for finally taking time. Well, I say finally taking time. I guess it's like everybody's every, so busy. Everything so has to time up the right way. So I know this was perfect. When you yeah. know Emmy sent us through your your big award there in your hometown, I was like. Can, can this be our time? Like now, no. can I have him? No, so was, you are going to be on our weekly podcast. Super excited. I have you here for about 15, 20 minutes. Does that yeah. work? Hey, Great. as long as you need me, I'm here. I don't have to do anything till 2.30 once my son's off the bus. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. So talk to me about growing up in Georgia. What was life like? Was your community super musical? Was music always really important to you and your family? So growing up in Georgia, growing up in the town that I grew up in, you know, when growing up there, um, you know, it was a really small town and, you know, everybody knew everybody, you know, it was how it was back in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like all the neighborhood kids knew everybody. Like we were all best friends and, you know, I just, I grew up fishing and hunting and just being outside all the time. I was never inside. Like I was the kid. And all my friends were the kids that got in trouble for staying outside too long. And you know what I'm like, that's just how it was back then. We didn't have like Xboxes and stuff now, like nowadays. And um, so, you know, it was, it was really great to have that, you know, to have that growing up and have those friendships and stuff. And, you know, everybody needs to like fall down a big hill and land in a Creek upside down at least one time in their life, you know, you know, oh my gosh, I agree. That's awesome. But, uh, but no, you, you know, it was, it was really, really great. And, you know, music was always a part of my life, even, you know, going to school when I was elementary school and even younger, taking my, my, I have an older sister as well. So even when I had to go with my mom to take my sister to school before I even started school, like we were always singing like the Carpenters and uh, Shania Twain. I mean, dude, I love some Shania. I cannot, can't hide it can't hide it any guy that says they don't like Shania you're a liar and a cheat I'm like gonna knock That's down a door every time oh I could I could kick down a, a bank door just like let's go girls come on uh just <laughs> but so you know music was always there it was always a part of my life and my grandfather was a big musician you know well not big musician but um, you know, he toured and did bluegrass and country music. And he actually, he started, he played with uh, Whisper and Bill Anderson. Him and Whisper and Bill like grew up together. Yeah. So that was pretty crazy to have that connection. 
And um, I'll never forget it. The first time that I went to the Opry, like backstage, I was guests of Whispering Bill Anderson, me and my wife. And I walked up to him, meeting him for the first time. And I was like, an old friend of yours told me to tell you hello. And he was like, yeah, well, who's that? And I was like, Billy West. And he was like, Billy West. He was like, I hadn't heard that name in 20 years. And he's like, how do you know Billy? I was like, well, I'm his grandson. And I mean, it was just like, you know, full circle moment right there. It was, I mean, it was that's so country cool. music royalty. I mean, I that know, is literally. Yeah. I complimented on, he, he complimented my boots and I was like, dude, I got these at like TJ Maxx. Why are you, what are you talking about? You've got on like a $7,000 pair of Ryman boots and you're complimenting my TJ Maxx boots. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I'm a big fan of full circle moments. And it's, I love that you bring up, you know, being in a small community and falling down a hill into a Creek. My family has a lot of land. Uh, I'm in, I'm Chicago based, but in central Illinois, and I have so many fond memories of literally falling down a hill and landing in the Creek. So, yeah, I mean, it's just such a rite of passage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, funny enough, I have I have some family in, um, is it Bellevue? Oh, no way. Oh, no, Bel Belleville. Belleville. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're in Belleville. They own a pecan orchard out in Belleville. So I hadn't been yeah. out there in years and years and years, but yeah. I yeah. love that. So do you feel like growing up in such a tight-knit community has really influenced who you are as a person and as an artist? For sure. Um, you know, I've always, I've always kept my circle really small with, you know, like really close friends and whatnot. And um, I, I don't think it's like a trust thing, but it's, it's more of just like, you know, the more people you let in, the more you're going to get disappointed kind of thing. And um, so, you know, I learned from a lot of mistakes and and grew and it, it is really cool to be able to look back on that and actually write music about that now. Like I never thought that I would have the chance to to write music about things that have happened in my life. And now that I'm doing it, it's, you know, it's really cool to be able to have that type of like not power, power is not the word, but you know, that type of influence on other people. Cause I've had so many people come up and like, tell me that my songs are like, dude, that was like me and my best friends or like, that was me and my fiance. And I'm like, I mean, you know, it just goes to everybody. And I think that's really cool. I love that. When did you decide that songwriting was something that you really loved and maybe wanted to potentially not just make like a fun hobby that you did by yourself in your bedroom, but like actually translate that into a career? So when I met my wife, um, we met at a bonfire at her in her backyard. A, a mutual friend of ours was like, hey, man, you should bring your guitar. We're having a bonfire. You know, it's going to be a fun time. And um, ended up playing a few songs and then went back over like a week later and got her number. We just, you know, started talking and whatnot. And I just caught myself always like playing guitar in front of her and whatnot. And and she was always saying, you know, you should post on social media. You know, you, you have a really incredible voice. and me, I'm just like, I'm just singing, you know, I don't think I'm that good. You know, I'm just singing a little, like, it's just fun for me. And, uh, and she was like, no, like, you're, you're, you're really talented, and you, you should get out there. So we started posting on social media and posting on TikTok. Uh, the, the voice reached out and did the voice. And once I came off the show, that's when I really took 
that leap to say, you know, I want to take this momentum and actually use it and try to become something of it with this music thing. And um, just started writing music then, really, honestly. I wrote, the first song I ever wrote, I was 21, 22 years old. Oh, wow. okay. um, I was in a really dark time in life, really dark place in life, and just didn't even put like a guitar to it. It was just writing out words on paper, kind of like poetry. And uh, like a year or two later, found that paper and was just like playing guitar. And I was like, you know what? Let's see if we could do this. And that's how my first song ever came out or like came about. And, you know, but after after that, it really wasn't until I was 26 when I really started like honing in on, on writing music. And, uh, it, you know, it's just been really great to be able to get some of the music that we have and got to release some of the music that we've got to. And I'm really excited for this year and some of the music that we have. I've been holding on to it for a little while. So it's, oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about let's, it. Let's talk about the beast that is TikTok. I <laughs> remember being in locked up Chicago, like missing concerts and missing, you know what I mean? Just new music and live music and being able to like have that camaraderie that I feel like, you know, really only can happen with country music. And I remember finding you on TikTok and I was like, who is this guy? And his voice <laughs> reminds me like in sync meets um, country music meets like the the storytelling of Chris Stapleton. It was like, I'm like, who is this guy? So talk to me about your TikTok journey. And did you ever think that you posting on social media would allow you to be kind of where you are now? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, social media is a very powerful thing. And to, you know, the generations, especially in today's generation, like I'm so bad at social media. It's so bad. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I, I don't even know what I'm doing most of the time. Like, I just like, I'm like, it looks good. It sounds good. Give it to them. And, but, you know, I think that's part of it, you know, is not trying, you know, I, I like when gone too soon went viral, I wasn't trying to go viral. If I could have picked any video to have gone viral, it would, that would have been the last one. I looked so really? bad at that video. <laughs> were you like, was it the one where you were, I feel like a lot of your TikTok, especially your early know. ones were like you cooking in the kitchen yep. and singing yep. yeah okay that's so that's how it kind of started and you know I was like the cooking singing TikTok guy and but I was like I, I took a step back and I was like okay what do I do here like do I continue to run with this cooking singing TikTok guy or do I kind of like you know, slowly make my way off of the cooking, singing thing and get back into what I really am here to do. Cause I didn't want to become the cooking, yeah. ticking or cooking, cooking, ticking, TikTok guy. The cooking, you didn't want to be, you know what I mean? Well, just niche down I, I wanted, so yeah, far. I people to come up and be like, oh my goodness, you're Andrew Janakis. Not, oh dude, you're that cooking guy from TikTok. Like, you know, there's, so I, I slowly started kind of like molding my way off of the cooking videos and we still do a couple every now and then. And people are like, dude, it's been so long since we've seen you in the kitchen. And I'm like, I'm here every day. I just don't film it anymore. And, but you know, it, I, I never in a million years thought that that would have happened. Like it, it was really like, it was insane for it to happen. It was insane to like watch it be happening literally like holding my phone in my hand and watching it all happen. 
And, it, you know, it's, it's overwhelming too. Cause you, I mean, you have to really start thinking about a lot of things and um, you know, a lot of big decisions come up with, with those types of things. And it has been a journey since then, you know, it, it has, you know, I've been trying to figure out how to do it the right way and how to do it continually to continue to give them, um, you know, content and, and songs and things like that and teasing music or whether it's covers or whatever, but also keeping it authentic to like who I am and, and everything that way. So it's, it's, you know, it's a two bladed sword for sure. But, uh, it's been, I mean, in, incredible to watch it all unfold. And, you know, for for me to go out and people recognize me and be like, dude, I listen to your songs all the time. I'm like, you know, that's that's really what it's about. I mean, I think it's so cool when people come up and they're like, I love it. And I'm like, dude, I'm nobody. And they say your last name correctly. I it's mean, crazy. <laughs> Alexa can even say my last name right. I was like, no way. Alexa says it correct. Like, I well, she was going to be like, and here's Andrew Janikos. <laughs> well, maybe instead of being like the singing cooking guy, you can sing with the new goat. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She, she definitely, she definitely sings. There needs to be an appearance, like a goat yoga gone too soon mashup. This was her last night. You have to post that. That is incredible. <laughs> That last just scream, I was like, I was just like, you were meant to have that goat. I was like, I'm not even doing anything, and it's just screaming. But it, it, I mean, she's really cute. She's so oh. little though. We just we just ordered her diapers on Amazon because she's gonna stay in the house for a little while. So I was like, look, I don't care if she runs around the house, but we got to get her diapers because oh my God. I love no. that. I love that. Well, speaking of diapers, can we talk about your son and kind of the yeah. impact that that has had on you as not only a person and just as a songwriter and just as a man, I, I feel like bringing somebody else's child into your world is so groundbreaking. Can you walk me through that a little bit? He, the, like the best way to sum it up is like he legit and I tell anybody and everybody this, like he he literally saved my life. Like I, I don't know what, like I was really like, even when I first met them, I was still kind of lost. Um, and he just like, he gave me this light to keep me on track and keep me doing the right things. And um, it was really crazy for me because I never thought that I wanted kids. And then all of a sudden there was this little being just this little tiny baby and I just fell in love with the kid you know I mean his personality and everything and it's so funny now because I mean it's I've been daddy for almost six years and yeah it's crazy and you know we'll go out to dinner or go out to lunch and people will be like oh my goodness he looks just like his dad and I'm like thank you like you don't even know. <laughs> I love that. I nannied for years before I did this. And the girls, I don't know if it's that they just spent so much time with me, we started to look alike or that we legitimately looked alike. But yeah. I, I was always just like, what if I told you they weren't mine? Like <laughs> yeah, he is he's my mini me for sure. Like it is I mean, he's just a little country bumpkin. He he puts his boots on every morning, feeds the cows before he goes to school. I mean, he he loves it. He's like, daddy, can we shoot the guns? I'm like, heck yes, we can. 
Absolutely, we shooting can. Shooting up the beer cans and just lining would, them up. I would yeah. rather you shoot a, a BB gun or something than play a daggum PlayStation like any day of the week. Go play outside. Go oh do it. Oh my gosh. I Go love that. So you have a new song coming out. I am super, super pumped. Getting there today. Walk me through the life of this song. You know, I mean, why do you feel like this song is such a good way for Andrew Janakis to start out 2023? So it's really, um, it's really a deep song. Like it's a lot, it's a lot deeper than I would see for me. Um, you know, it was, it, it, in parts of it, it's almost like I'm talking to my wife because, you know, I mean, there's struggles in every relationship and especially in this, in this industry, you know, I mean, being gone a lot and, you know, the things that we go through, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's a lot on a relationship and a marriage and things like that. And so, you know, it's, it's talking to her as well, but it was almost like I was talking to myself back when I was, you know, going through those dark times when I was younger and, um, I was really lucky to go through it when I was really young and it was uh, the darkest time in my life, but I also learned so much from it that it, you know, you have to take it all as a positive. And it was, uh, I haven't drank February of this year will be eight years since I've drank alcohol. Yeah. I haven't. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, it's, I think that's a big thing because I think it's funny when you know, I'll go out on the town and, you know, we'll go to Red Door live. I literally was just about to say. <laughs> well, yeah, we're winners and losers, wherever it is. And, you know, I'll have a, a water or, you know, I'll bring in a Dr. Pepper or a Mountain Dew or something because I don't drink. And everybody's like, oh, dude, let me get you a shot. Let me get you a beer. And I'm just like, well, no, guys, you're good. I don't, you know, I don't drink. And they're like, what? And it's like, yeah. It seems to be such a weird thing in this industry. I mean, that's something that I have even personally struggled with working in country music. It's such yeah. a, just so ingrained in it as a social thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm proud of you that you've been able to be like, nope, I got my Dr. Pepper. Like I'm ready to rock. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. And I think a thing of it too is, and I think of it on the other side because I, I did used to drink. Mm -hmm. And even when I did drink, I never wanted to. I only did because everybody else was. And I, you know, that's that's the way I was like, you know, I don't want to feel out. And so now when people don't see me drink, they're like, Yo, why is that guy not drinking? Like, I feel weird for drinking. And it's like, there you go. There well, you. thank you for that, because it's so funny. I've kind of been on my own sobriety journey and I've been like, I always go up to the bartender. I'll be like, can you put a Diet Coke and a lime in a tall glass? Because it's that same thing. Like you don't want to feel, especially in this industry, excluded when you're at Red Door where everybody's like, you know what I mean? It's bouncing off the walls. And I, I think I have, or at least I've been told by my wife and everyone else, you know, I just, I, I can talk to anybody. I'm, I'm just a very social person. I'm, I'm not a person to sit in a corner and not say a word. I'm going to walk right up to you and be like, dude, those shoes are dope. Like, <laughs> and then we're going to sit there and talk for 30 minutes about shoes and guns and deer hunting. And, you know, you know, I, I start, I'll start that conversation and it, it you know, it's just, part of it but i i do think it's funny that you know some of my buddies are like oh, dude you know he's not drinking it makes me feel weird for drinking <laughs> like, well, then don't drink you know come come hang out with me come hang out with the sobriety over here <laughs> i know i've always told my friends you know what i mean i'm like i am like confident enough that i can have just as much fun and no mm -hmm. headache the next day 
You know what I mean? So I love that. But I want to talk to you about this full circle moment. Gone too soon. What gold, first of all. Yeah, that was Congratulations. Crazy. But you found out while you were in your hometown. So talk yeah. to me about like this completely full circle moment while I grab my charger. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, do you want me to go now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You can edit all this out. The power of, the power <laughs> of editing, right? So it was, you know, it was really cool to be able to share that with, you know, all my good friends and family from my hometown that have supported me from the beginning. And, you know, it's, it's something that I feel like some, maybe some people were like, oh man, you know, he's just bragging, but it's it's not like that at all. You know, you want your friends and your your family and your people to see your accomplishments. And, you know, if if they don't support those accomplishments, you don't want those people in your life. Totally. Like, I absolutely don't. And, you know, it was really, really amazing to to share that with with some of my good friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. And, um, you know, a lot of my family was there and it was it was insane. And it was even crazier because I didn't know what was going on. I was just like ready for the next song. And then they go, hang on, hang on, just one second. Hang on, hang on. We got to get something. We got to do something real quick. And they all like go backstage and they had this box and it was wrapped in gold paper. Oh, fun. So it, like it took me a second to get it. I was like, what? Hang on a second. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's So I have Oh yeah, can we see it? This would be amazing. Uh, this, this, is, this is the first one that I had got. This is the billboard, which was still oh, crazy. just just your first one. No big deal. And and then, but this is the I, I hang I hung the gold right here, making her all shiny. I it's love crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah, oh, certified my. gold single. I love it's that. I also love the cows on your wall. I also have those. They're in they're they're in a different room of our house. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> So those are the cows that we actually have. So I have Highland cows. Do you really? Yeah. So I have, um, here, I'll show you a picture. I, I have, see. this is like the best interview ever. There's cows we have, and goats. We have, three, we have three goats, three cows, three chickens, um, three dogs, one kid. We ain't having no, <laughs> we ain't having no more babies, but this, so this love, is, oh, aren't they cute? See if I can turn that. Maybe if I turn the brightness down. There you go. Oh my God. That's brisket. That's Wellington, and that's Angus. <laughs> oh my God, that is so fun. And then you can see there's Oreo peeking through the back. <laughs> that is so fun that you are able to really, you know yep. what I mean, have this really successful country music career, but then be able to kind of peel back the layers and stay true to who you are with all these. <laughs> farm animals i mean how idyllic is it to you know and be on the road and then come home and be like farmer janakis over here? hey i gotta go take care of my cows like well it's it, I, I always i always dreamed of you know i i never could live in a neighborhood yeah i, I couldn't i i grew up in a neighborhood but you know our houses in my neighborhood that i grew up in were you know two and a half three acre lots so you know everybody had room and, uh, and I've just never really been able to do it. I told my wife, I was like, I need some land. You know, I need, I need some privacy. And when we got this place, the spot that we're at, I was just like, it's missing something. And she had always been wanting cows. And I was like, you know what? We've got the property. Let's put a little fence in. Let's get you a cow. And now we have three. 
three goats, three chickens. How romantic. Like, yeah. what, what happened? I thought we were just supposed to get one cow. Now I've expanded the whole fence. We have like more cows, two more coming in like a couple of months. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's like your next TikTok ploy is you are just like the same. <laughs> yeah. Like you're on like you introduce each one of your animals and like you sing with them. Like I just <laughs> I know me personally, I would be like your biggest watcher. I would personally make those videos go viral. It, and and it's funny too because they're super like the smallest one, Brisket, he's the baby. We have two that are six months old. They're bulls. And then Brisket is just a steer. And, um, but he's only about five months. So he's just a little baby. He just got off the bottle like a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were, we were, I mean, we got him really young. That's awesome. And, um, but he's super sassy. Like, I mean, he is all sass. If, is he, as soon as he hears that, if I walked out that back door right now, you would just hear, <laughs> like, he's like, dude, I need some carrots. I need something. I'm hungry. And I'm like, no. You don't, man. You've had so much food today already. Like, get out of here. I mean, but I do prefer fatty brisket, so I think it kind of makes sense that he just wants to keep <laughs> I love it. So to wrap yeah. up the interview, we always love playing a quick fire game, but we preface uh, it with take as much time as you need. Like, it's <laughs> I'm going to try to fire as fast as I can, but. Oh, good. Okay. Who, who so here we go. What is your go-to snack? go-to snack yes um sweet snack or like salty snack first one thing that comes to your mind or tell me both little debbies no like the, way the swiss rolls oh, those are my those are my weakness <laughs> cosmic brownies were mine back in the day yeah but now they those are they're so kinda, they're kind of gross yeah like these are terrible <laughs> oh. oh my god they tasted much better in the middle school lunchroom yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is a song you wish you had written wow um <laughs> i'm gonna be fast I'm the Flash. Uh, song. No, this I, is. I love always starting off with an easy one, and then I always go in with this one. They're like, "Oh, that's what you meant by take your time." <laughs> it's tough. I mean, there's so many. Whiskey lullaby. Oh, it's literally country music power ballad of the of a lifetime. Like I'm a I'm a ballad freak. Like I love a good ballad whiskey lullaby oh my god that and i forget I i'm that. a horrible country fan right now that one and the reba mcintyre vince gill uh one. Oh my god why am i blanking on it but the music video was they were like she was or vince was like the drill sergeant oh my god i'm gonna have to look this up hold on i know which one i know which one you're talking about too. Heart don't lie heart don't lie and hey you know another good one and it's not my favorite, but it's a great one. When I said I do, Clint Black and his oh. wife. Man. Yeah, next interview, you and I will just go back on like power ballads because there are <laughs> yeah, a yeah, ton to yeah. go around. I'm totally down. So like I said earlier, I first got to see you live at Joe's on Weed here in Chicago, opening up for Carly Pierce, God, over a year ago. So mm -hmm. what has been your favorite moment while touring? Honestly, like getting to see just so many different people and like doing little meet and greet things and, you know, getting to meet these, whether it's kids or adults or teenagers, you know, whoever it is, I always love to take that time and 
you know, if they're taking time to come see me and buy a ticket and do this, like I could at least take, you know, 45 minutes to stand there in one spot and take pictures of people and shake hands and do those things. And that's probably my favorite part is just seeing all the people like that come out to actually watch the shows and, you know, come meet me. I think that's crazy yeah. that people want to come meet me. I'm like, I'm not even that special. You just have goats. It's just, I just me. Have goats. <laughs> well, I mean, from a fan's perspective, that's how my love of country music started. You I mean in the early 90s when everybody would hang out you know what I mean? God, I'm aging myself. But when <laughs> all the artists would come out after the show and sign hats and, you know, and do all that stuff. So I love that you're continuing to do that. Okay. No, another toughie dream duet. And this can be any genre. I'm talking anybody alive or dead. Who's your dream duet? Ooh. Um, I mean, I've just got to go with my main man, Brad Paisley. That He's like, I'm obsessed with Brad Paisley. I freaking love that dude. I love every, like all of his music. Same. I met him backstage at the Opry. I almost fainted. And, <laughs> and I was like, what is happening to my life right now? Oh my goodness. And, um, but no, it'd probably be Brad. I, I would love, like, that would be just, I'd be, I could die and go to heaven if I got to do a song with Brad Paisley. That would be crazy. Oh my God. Okay. So this would probably answer my next question, but if it doesn't, you could feel free to correct me. Would Brad also be your dream co-write or is there somebody else you want to write with? He would definitely be one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, he, he'd be like top one or two. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I love that he can also be very silly. I don't know if you got to see him on Jimmy Fallon. He was making up all those like prank country songs. I about wet my pants. I was laughing. I don't think I have seen that. I I always just loved, I always look forward to him and Carrie hosting every year. Like they cracked me up every single year. I was like, yes, this is That would be an awesome tour. I would love to see them tour together. I'd be front row. Yeah, me, him and Carrie, that would be. Yeah, oh my God. (laughs) Manifesting this, come to Chicago, start the tour here. So in all your years of living, what is the best advice you ever got? Best advice that I ever got. Um, probably from my grandfather. And it was slow down and let God take control. That is phenomenal. That That's because, like sign worthy. And, and, and I can add to it too. And the reason I say that is because God gives you so God only gives you so much in your life because he knows how much you can handle at one time. So, you know, when you feel like you're stressed to the max and everything's not going your way, it's it's not at all. Like it's not that way at all. And that's probably, yeah, that's probably the best advice I've ever got. Oh my God. Well, I I'm I like that one a lot. Good answer. (laughs) I'm I'm usually never speechless during these things, but that was awesome. So to wrap things up, I like asking the most loaded question ever. What is your favorite country song? Oh, jeez. <laughs> like ever. Or we could do, or the other option is we can do the the Mount Rushmore of country music songs and then you get to pick four. Of all time or just like my favorites right now? You you get to decide. I know people hate when I ask this. That's why I love asking it. I'm going to go a current song. Ooh, okay. Human, Cody Johnson. I've been, I love, I've been obsessed with that song. Love that song. 
Um, oh, oh, man. He didn't have to be Brad Paisley just because it's like me. It's such a good one. <laughs> it's such a good one. Definitely a sleeper. Man. Um, there's so many. A lot of them are Brad Paisley. That's okay. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, Mount Rushmore? It's just like Cody Johnson and then three Brad Paisley. <laughs> all Brad's. Um, Keith Urban. Ooh. And I mean, like, just about any of his early stuff. OG, yep. Like, yeah, in like any of Keith Urban's early stuff. And I'm going to say... I love that that was one. <laughs> um, it's gotta be. It's gotta be a good one. I'll give you a hint on mine. He's right behind me. These are, these are hard. That's a solid one too. No, yeah, that's a that's a solid one too. There, there and and we have the same initials. Oh my God, we have to, you have to sing with Alan. When I got to see him last year at the Opry for the Loretta Lynn event, I, I did pass out. My friend had to like pick me up off the ground. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, Alan and George in the same room. I was like. Oh. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Okay, no, it's yeah. not actually, that's not funny at all. That's like, it's oh, like. Oh no, it was very like... funny. <laughs> I was fine. I just was like very overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, my fourth. Who's my fourth? Who else do I have back here? That's that you that you how many people have you stuck with this one? Because this one's hard. My favorite person is we interviewed Hardy. It took him a good 20 minutes to get through this question. I think who is the fastest person to get through this? I it's taken everybody a really long time, but that's what's fun about this question. I'm going to say if my wall was fully done, I'd be able to go think, 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 think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got Ashley McBride back here, Wade Bowen's back here. Lots of people. Who is my who is my fourth? We've got Brad Cody Keith. Oh, yeah. But it really should go Brad, Keith, Cody. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell Cody that. <laughs> Cody, if you ever see this, no offense. Love you, dude. But Brad, Paisley, and Keith Urban. <laughs> I love it. I love some good old raining on Sunday. Brad, Keith, Cody. I love it. I don't know. It's so hard, but just because he's such an incredible vocalist and I love all of his music, I'm going to say Chris Stapleton. How can you not? I mean, the man's a legend. I just, like, I, and his his voice is just like ridiculous. Just so ridiculous. His range, like I, I love, I, I, I like when people hear me sing like a rangier song and they're like, the, that just came out of that kid. And I'm like, <laughs> hey baby, come on. Little mini, mini Chris Stapleton over here just screaming at people, making it sound pretty. 
I love it. I love it. Oh, that would be it. Brad, Keith, Cody. Oh, shoot. No, now we got to go. Brad, Keith, Chris, Cody. Oh, I love it. Hey, I approve. Seal of approval over here. Definitely. I know it's so hard to choose, but I always love asking because then it kind of, I I love to see the cogs turning and everybody. They're like, my brain was going a million miles an hour. I was like, all right, like 25 names were just like, you know, I don't even even know. Like, you know, you grew up on country music like I did. And so to go through all of these songs that have so many. I know I was thinking of so many different songs. I was like, I mean, there's George Strait, but like everybody could say him. (laughs) Except my my number one country music song of all time is Run by George Strait. Is it? That's your number one? It is. And I can't really tell you why. I just cry every time. So I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like my mama. My mom cries when I sing happy birthday to her. She does. That's a good mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, Andrew, thank you so much. This has been probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. And hopefully you'll make your way back to Chicago or I'm in Nashville all the time. Would love to see you perform. That would be so fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will, I'm going to try to get back to Chicago. Definitely. I'm, I'm sure this year I'm hoping. Great. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Andrew. And we'll chat with you soon. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You soon. Make sure you check out the new artist spotlight, Vincent Mason. You can follow him on at Vincent Mason on Instagram. He is an absolute magician with a guitar and just his voice. You are going to be obsessed. And before I sign off, you know we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Cody Johnson performing Human from the 2022 CMT Artists of the Year. And per usual, Cody absolutely nailed it. I love when we share a throwback video. I am definitely someone who lives in nostalgia lane and am very proud of it. This performance was absolutely spectacular. Make sure you check that out. You can find the link in our weekly newsletter or check out a sneak peek on our socials now. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. Is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.